Good morning and welcome to the Robin Report. I'm your host, Elliot Robin, so get ready to get triggered. Good morning and welcome to the Robin Report Season 7 premiere. Apologies for the technical delays, uh, but we are here. And for the first time ever, I have my expert panel with me, Amara, Samuel, and Jessica. How are you guys? I'm good. Decent. Great. (laughs) Good to hear. So, to begin... All opinions expressed are not those of Ryerson or Ryerson faculty and are only those of the individual commentators. Viewer discretion is advised. Uh, before we get to our weekly recap, we're going to start with a quick introduction of our brand new team at the Robin Report. Uh, we're going to start with Amara. And Amara, since it is your birthday, <laughs> we at the Robin Report decided, all three of us, to get you a little something. Oh my God. Thank you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Should I open it? Or? Yeah, I wait? of okay. course. Well, actually, no, wait. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it after the show. Thank um, you, guys. But, uh, but yeah, we wanted to get you a little something uh, just to, you know, say happy birthday. And it's our first show. So after the technical difficulties that we endured, um, it's a little positive note. Thank yeah. you. Uh, but let's start with uh, your introduction. Who are you? So I'm Amara. I'm a politics and governance student in my fourth year and politically identify as a centrist. Awesome. And Samuel, let's move on to you. Sure. Uh, I'm a fourth year business management student. I am the right wing conservatives person on this show. Yeah. Awesome. And Jessica. I am Jessica, and I'm a fourth-year media production student with a concentration in law and business, and I'm a super left-wing liberal. Awesome. So definitely we've got a, uh, a very diverse uh, cast, a uh, very diverse team for you today. Um, so let's start with our weekly recap. The first story is that Dick's Sporting Goods has destroyed about $5 million worth of assault rifles. I didn't have time to look at the specifics of what guns they specifically destroyed. It was hard to find. Uh, but assault rifle style. Does that that's, just mean I, that's all semi-automatic I, black rifles? rifles. <laughs> Something like I think it hunting based. Hunting mainly. based. Yeah. Uh, well, those aren't used in a majority of shootings in the GTA or even in Canada. So I don't know. Is Dicks only in uh, the states though? It's not. It's not a Canadian issue. No. 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 No, yeah, but it's the only form of uh, American politics that we had today. Um, But thoughts? Anybody else, Amara? Um, I think it's a PR move, you know? Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of mass shootings in the States recently, a lot. Um, And yeah, I think that's really all it is. I don't really think it it means anything. Yeah, if you want to get an AR-15 or any other type of, you know, assault rifle type weapons, whatever that means, you're not going to be stopped by not being able to go to Dick's and buying one. You can print one for God's sake. And that's not all of their guns, is it? It's like $5 million worth, but they still have yeah. guns in No, but stores. I think that's that's all of it. It's no, they, they're not selling guns anymore. Okay. Yeah. Which I think is a good start, because even if it gets, you know, one less source for people to buy guns, I'm very anti-gun, so I think it's a start. But I do agree with you that it is probably for publicity, because I'm looking at their stocks right now, and they have increased over the last few, like, steadily increased over the last few days, so... 
it can't be said to be um, like a total, oh, this is just for, you know, the safety of Americans, even though I do support it fully. I don't believe anybody should have access to a gun. Um, you can't deny that there's going to be some publicity involved in that. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a big uh, a big debate. Um, but let's move on to, to something a little more positive. The Women Only Spacewalk is happening Woo-hoo! now. Um, congratulations. Um, <laughs> Thank, but- you. <laughs> Thank you. On behalf of women everywhere. <laughs> um, so the reason that it was delayed was because, embarrassingly, space the spacesuits yeah, were, too, were too big. Uh, for the women, but now that they are the right size, they're going. Yeah, they're going. <laughs> what are What are everyone's thoughts? The first female led and full, first full female crew. It's I about mean, time. Why though? Like, the, like women have been in space before, correct? Like, I'm yeah. I'm pretty positive women have been in mm-hmm. space. I don't really think that having an all female spacewalk is that important. Like, it's it's cool, um, and I think it's funny that the spacesuits they had were too big because there's not that many women astronauts, I guess. But it's for that awareness, though. Like, I think I don't know if any little girl like wants to be an astronaut and feels like she can't because she's a girl. Like, I, I mean, it's nice, but I don't think it's completely necessary. I think it's a, um, I, I think it's pro feminism and I think it's a it's a way to just get awareness. And I think um, after that huge kind of PR embarrassment, it was a necessity almost um, like you don't just not make proper suits for female astronauts because a majority of your NASA employees are male. But um, why would they make a bunch of suits for pe- like small suits when most of the people they have won't use them? Like that doesn't really make sense. I, no, I don't but think they should have them. They probably didn't have enough. I'm sure they yeah. have some. It's like multi million dollar suits. Yeah, like it know. just doesn't make sense to like manufacture extra for women that don't. Well, if you're going to create this like oh female spacewalk, yeah. then you need to have the resources. You yeah. can't just be like, hey, we're going to do this female only spacewalk and then, and not, then not have, have the have resources. Them. Like. It's supply and demand. It's basic business. I but agree with I don't that. Know. I, I think that like I think it's cool. They should have made sure they had everything they needed before they like advertised that they would yeah. do it. But I think them not having female spacesuits is not that wild. And I don't think it's necessarily sexist. I think it's just practical. When you said PR nightmare, I thought you were referring to that woman that committed the first space crime. You were oh, reading about that? I know. Like she fraudulently accessed her husband's her wife's her, oh, her yeah. wife's oh, yeah. Sorry. yeah yeah her yeah, husband's yeah. bank account her wife's her bank wife. account her wife's oh, sorry just didn't form that connection heteronormative yep exactly uh yeah so i don't know i think it's cool um you know it's it's a feminist stance and i think it's something to uh be proud of as as those women should be proud of what i think doing. they should be proud of going to space but i don't think they should be like going to space is a pretty big deal like man or woman you know yeah i think it's cool i just don't think it's necessary Interesting take. Well, uh, then let's move on to something a little more local, and that's the fact that the QP strike was avoided. Um, thanks to the Ford government, they reached a deal with QP. Both because sides, of the Ford government. Well, th- <laughs> thanks to both parties for coming together and reaching a deal. Um, it was happening over the weekend at the Sheraton Hotel, I believe. Yeah. Sheraton, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they came to a deal. And there was a lot of funny videos about parents cheering and yeah. kids um, kids being upset and punching laptops that they have to go to school. Uh, a lot of uh, spicy memes. So <laughs> what are your thoughts that a strike was averted? Because we basically had a strike almost every year at this point. York University. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there was the college strike. You have to have a strike when I was yep. there. Yep. All the TAs. It's everybody's having a strike, clearly, and finally one was avoided. I think it's great. My brother's in grade twelve, 
And as much as it would have been nice to not have to go to school on a random Monday, um, strikes really just mess stuff up, especially if you're graduating. And Very I feel like so. the Ford government has already messed up a lot of kids' grade 12 years. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Like, the, there's a lot of stories of kids not being able to graduate because they, you know, Can't arts was cut, was cut, was cut, um, English classes were cut. And then his, you know, his plan of action was like, oh, take night school. You know how hard that is for some kids? Like, what if they don't have access to a car? What if their parents don't drive? What if they don't have public transportation? Or even if they have all of that, like, that's going to school at night. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's another couple hours on top of your seven hour day. Um, you know, I'm very glad that they obviously reached the settlement. But if it did go to full on strike there, they definitely had the grounds and I would have supported it 100%. I would I support the QB workers 100%. My mom's one of them, so of course I'm going to. Yeah, I would have supported them as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, it's better for the kids. What's yeah. interesting is that as teacher salaries have increased year over year, maybe there's a disagreement on how much they should have increased, the quality of education... Education is one of our most sustainable pillars and it has to be to the utmost highest degree possible. Same with our health care. Yeah, so it's, it's not, not areas that you cut ever. Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying why why if if the the, the salaries for teachers and their assistants that that's what mm-hmm. the, the union specifically mm-hmm. is teaching support staff, right? Like is my caretakers. Yeah. Caretakers, yeah. And I think teachers too, right? Yeah, yes, no, they were both. they were all part of it. But why even though the their salaries are increasing, increasing, and the the resources we allocate to them are increasing, the we're still, I think, sixteenth in education worldwide. I, it's, it's same so problems than in the, the states. Well, that's not saying uh, that's much. A, they're that's in a the, whole like, other story. They're way down there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I'm curious why, even though we're allocating more funding and we say it's so important that um, we continually continually slip in the world rankings. I think it comes down to. Uh, the levels of education that teachers are being supported for giving. Um, it comes down to our curriculum that needs some readjustments as well as um, I know a big part of this strike was um, students with disabilities and not having the amount of infrastructure and TAs put in place to help students with disabilities. Um, and basically Ford wanted a classroom of just, you know, students with learning disabilities or maybe we're on the spectrum and stuff like that and to be put in a classroom with just one teacher and that teacher in charge of everybody else. Mm-hmm. And if you're dealing with students that, um, you know, let's say they're they're nonverbal or um, they have different like some of them can be you know pretty some of them can be aggressive and and they need one on one support and if you're not giving that to the teachers then all the other students in that classroom are going to suffer they need more of a support system. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's I agree it. with that. Oh, I agree. Okay. Well, at least we got wow. some common. <laughs> at least we got some common ground. But now we're about to get into deep, uh, non-common ground territory. Um, it's time for our main story, which is the Canadian federal election, part one Ooh. of three. Once again, we have an election here in Canada. Over the course of this show, we've covered the U.S. federal election, the Ontario provincial election, as well as municipal elections across the province. Now we go back to our roots, and just like in season one start with a three-part election coverage series. Beginning with the election process, for those, who do, for those who don't know, Canada's electoral system is referred to as a first-past-the-post system. The candidate with the most votes in a riding wins a seat in the House of Commons and represents that riding as a member of Parliament, or MP. As a result, power has been held by either of two parties for most of Canada's history, them being the Liberals and Conservatives. 
This October, current Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is vying for re-election of his liberal government. Plagued by scandals, Scheer and his conservatives are doing their best to play off of those scandals and convince Canadians that they are the right choice. Meanwhile, the NDP and the Green parties are trailing in third place trying to show Canadians that there is a third choice. And then there's the Bloc Québécois, which is only popular in Quebec. The election, no bias. The election will be very different from those in pasts because of the because of a new addition to the electoral circuit, which is the People's Party. Before we start, remember that we are live on Facebook, and we will be reading your comments live on air. So, uh, let's start with the first question: Is everyone voting here? Yes, uh, obviously. Yes, well, <laughs> Absolutely. I sure hope so. Otherwise, the door is right over there. <laughs> um, but uh, let's actually pull up our Facebook poll. Sam, you want to pull up our, our Facebook poll? We actually sure. asked, and uh, Jessica, you want to yes. go to our, our Insta- Instagram story? Of course. And we have a poll there that we uh, posted. And the question that we asked people was, are you voting? Yes or no? And based on the results, so Sam... You have it pulled up? Sure. So how many people voted in the poll? Total? Uh, oh, how do I see that? Just click total votes. should say at the bottom. Oh, 78 votes. 78 votes. Wow. That's really good. And uh, in terms of percentage? So 82% said they are planning to vote or have voted, I guess, because there's mm-hmm. early polling available. Yeah. And 18% said, no, I will not vote. And what? And the number of people, how much is each vote? You can actually check. Uh, I can? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, you can. Okay, let's move on to our uh, Instagram. Oh, wait, I can. Oh, you Six, can. Sorry, I just saw that. 64 said yes, 14 said no. Okay, so 14 people. If you're watching the show, tell us What's why you said you? no. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can phrase it like that too, but I just... <laughs> Civic try, duty. Yeah, it is, because even now, like people people are approaching me as I was walking to school. I was like eating, and he's like, yeah, go vote. I'm like, do you know who I am? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, I find it awesome, though, that they're doing um, advanced polls right outside of, what what's that building? Basically just the SCC? on... The uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Like, it's so easy. They, and voting they, on campus in general. I yeah, think really like, cool. I think that's an incredible initiative, because... If it's right in your face, especially this is the generation that it's right in your face, you're going to know about it and you're going to do it. And if it's like, you know, you're walking down the street, somebody goes, tells you to vote and it's right there, you're going to yeah. more likely Than like taking time out of your day and yeah. going to yeah. some school or something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And our Instagram poll? So we have 88% um, voting yes, they will vote. And then 12% no. And That's a high percent. Wow. I should That's I have some lot. clout. I have some <laughs> oh. IG clout. So, 63 yeah. people in the yeah. Insta poll. That is actually shocking. I With didn't one expect reply. to hit that number. <laughs> Ooh, what did they say? Uh, it was oh, I think Jessica. It was, me, actually. Oh. <laughs> it was it was Jessica messaging me. Who the hell's not voting? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, I need to know the deets. I need to know the names. And I just said name. log so in. Sure, yeah. I just said log in, and you'll see. Check so, yourself. <laughs> exactly. So I told you I'm not good with Instagram or any form of social. Well, the media. fact that you got 63 people to vote, you know, so there you go. That was all you. Um, let's move on now. Who does everyone believe will be the next prime minister? Amara, we're going to start with you. I don't know exactly. I think it will be either Trudeau or Sheer. Um, I don't think it'll be Singh. I also hope it's not Singh. But yeah, I think Trudeau has a pretty good chance, um, especially with, I don't know, maybe just because I'm immersed in our generation, but I do know we have a pretty decisive voice, though obviously not everyone votes all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but especially as pro-life comments that are being blown up recently, I think people are just going to vote for Trudeau because they don't want a conservative government. 
so mm-hmm. we'll have him again. Sam? I think uh, Trudeau probably get a, a minority government. Really? Yeah, which wow. is which is almost worse because they wouldn't they they couldn't enact any new things and i don't think the conservatives or anyone else in the opposition could change much well yeah and 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 the ndp said that they would not be forming a coalition with the conservatives so you can yeah. rule out them doing anything but i feel like the ND, the ndp would probably make some changes and help the liberals if yeah. that were ha- were to happen well there's more liberal government yeah and jessica um I really, 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 really hope it's not sheer. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, my so much for having a conservative panelist. <laughs> I don't like sheer. Do you like Bernier? Yeah, he's oh, better. Oh God, the nationalist. Anyway, um, I think for me personally, it's between Singh and Trudeau. Um, I have my issues with Trudeau, especially from the outlook of like what he promised to do for um, indigenous communities and he never came through, um, as well as his plan for environment isn't where it should be. That's why I'm leaning towards more of an NDP government. Um, I don't have like a fully formed opinion on Singh as an individual yet, He's necessarily. the worst. Um, uh, but I'm... I mean, realistically, it's always between liberals and conservatives. That's mm-hmm. how it's been for, I don't even know how long. Um, Forever, basically. Since Confederation. Basically, yeah, yeah. Well, no, well, the Progressive Conservative Party just was from the late 90s, I think, right? The Progressive Conservatives, before it was just conservatives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a different party. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, so it... <laughs> When you think about it realistically, that's that's. I mean, when you're watching the polls on on election day, it's just going to be bouncing between the two. Um, I love Elizabeth May, and um, I like the Green Party platform a lot. I'm just it it worries me to vote that way, just because it doesn't have as much of a substantial. Um, merit i guess to it than if you were to vote uh it's liberal throwing or, your vote away yeah basically. i mean basically I, I don't want to say that but like but basically is, is. Mm-hmm. um i mean at least only, you're voting i mean that's yeah, important that is but it would important. only matter voting green say in elizabeth may's writing because yeah. she's gonna win they have one seat right? yeah yeah uh, they have one or two one one okay because i thought they had two at one point i just google, i mean oh. google might be wrong oh. but i'm pretty sure it's one yeah, that, that makes more sense google being wrong yeah yeah it does <laughs> than you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that that's that's my take as of yet. Okay, um, and you know, there's a lot of talk of lowering the voting age to 16. Oh God, I think younger people tend to be more emotional and per, uh, persuaded by maybe people older than them and the de- general trend. And I think uh, yeah. you know, social media culture, uh, media in general pushes a left wing narrative. So I would see either uh, mm, the NDP- not necessarily. Not I if you think come it from a con- conservative environment, though. That's Where? true. <laughs> like a family. Oh, okay. Now, I was talking about media specifically, but maybe it's true mm-hmm. of some families. But I think, uh, no, I would definitely, if you were to lower the voting age to 16, you'd see more uh, NDP and liberal turnout, for sure. Yeah, I read something that was saying that it would maybe encourage more people to vote like for their lives. Like if you start voting, you're more likely to keep voting. Yeah. Um, and they'd probably vote at school like they could have the voting booths in high schools. And I think that would be a good thing from it. But I do think that they'd be very heavily influenced by like basically, I don't know, whoever your civics teacher was, I think would have a yeah. good influence or why not on have who like you voted for. A mock poll 
in your school where people vote. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then the results are announced. I mean, the narrative about voting should be starting a lot younger than it does because、sure. I know it's even from my personal experience, it's. It wasn't like you did civics, which was just like you know a bird course, something to raise your average. Like it wasn't anything. I got a fifty-one in civics. What? How'd you get a fifty-one in civics? I really、uh, Kick, you kicked off the Raven report. Not <laughs> not politically insightful enough.、Um, <laughs> anyway, but if you、um, like, if it's if it's talked about more and it's. You know the the importance of voting is discussed about more from a from an early age, starting at sixteen.、Um, then I think people would be, even you know you could stretch saying that they're more excited to to turn eighteen and vote,、um, and to have their voice being heard.、Um, uh, I mean, if I mean, I, yes, we do have a a liberal. Society. I mean, in here in Toronto specifically,、um, that doesn't mean that there's a lot of conservative ideals, especially a lot of closed door racism.、Um, so that could influence a lot of young voters. And I think at 16, you are more susceptible to impression, being impressionable,、mm-hmm. being an impressionable youth, especially like your friends. Like, oh, my best friend is voting liberal, so I'm going to vote liberal. Dude,、uh, weed, dude. <laughs> think about the weed. <laughs> No, they should raise the voting age. If anything, no, they should、I、definitely not raise the voting age. I should not have voted at eighteen. You should not be able to enlist in the military are, and not、yeah. vote.、That's、you、ridiculous. are an informed citizen. If you take the time、You're、to actually make,、informed. well, if you become an informed、yeah. citizen, you have the right to be at eighteen. And、yeah. I think if you're eighteen, you should realize that okay, now I have civic responsibility. You can be called to jury duty. You should be able to. Yeah, I think if there's anything. I think if you can join the military, like if we're going to raise other ages, then you need to raise the age for that as well. Yeah. Because like, how can you make the choice to die for your country, but you can't vote in an election? Yeah. It's kind and of those、ridiculous. like kind of issues would directly affect you if you were yeah, a military、absolutely. person. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Disagree, but okay. So how、I'm、do you be- disagree? Well, I think、uh, you know, serving your military is a more noble. How is it noble? Important it, because a- we have romantic ideas of war, yeah,、sure. and manhood. Yeah, can't. Yeah, Canadian military, <laughs> right?、Um, I don't know. I, I just see them as completely different. But、so、you don't think like... politics and war are no friends? Yeah, no, they're <laughs> in, they're directly connected. But I think serving the, the military, especially you know, it, the military requires young men, and if you not women. only also women, women can serve. Sure. What?、Jeez. What's with that serve? Women no, can I serve. I agree with you. Sure. Oh, it's pretty sassy. Young、sure. people, but young I think people, that if those young、yeah. people are going to decide to like literally. Risk their lives for their country,、mm-hmm. and whatever it decides are in its political interests in terms of going to war, they、yeah. should have a say in that. Exactly. Like how should they not? So you just would, like die so for Sam, whatever would, government wins. Yeah, so yeah, Sam, you would go to war without being able to vote for the war or not? No, I think maybe if you had mil- if you were、um, had a history of military service, you'd be able to vote. Well, obviously, this is quite a scandalous. Opinion for sixteen-year-olds to vote, but let's move on to the bigger scandals of this election cycle.、Uh, let's start with、uh, the scandals. Seem like very like Trudeau's scandals seem very liberal and and sheer. Oh, sure. I don't know what you're talking.、Um, and sheer scandals seem very conservative.、Um, you know, Trudeau, his scandals are SNC Lavalin, blackface, India. And、uh, or his trip to India. What else? Am I Just India、something? in general. Yeah, <laughs> the whole country. <laughs> Am I missing something? I don't think so. No. Okay. So let's un let's unwrap. Well, not in terms of blackface.、Um, but、unwrap、let's unpack、blackface. this. Yeah. Let's let's unpack this. You want to start us off? Everybody's obviously 
Very interested. Um, oh, well, if we're talking about blackface, I think obviously I don't like it when people do blackface. Like, it's, <laughs> really, I wouldn't say I'm like personally offended and have a hard time like falling asleep. Um, but it's it's not cool. I don't like it. Um, I don't necessarily think Trudeau is a racist. I think blackface is racist. I think it comes from racist practices, um, and it's just mainly ignorance. Like his thing where he said that privilege. I forget what he said, but like privilege, I guess, blinds you or makes you ignorant and makes it mm. easy. I think that's definitely true. But I think anybody who was not going to vote for somebody because they did blackface isn't going to vote for Sheer. So I don't think it's going to change too much. Maybe the NDP will get more seats because of that, but I don't mm-hmm. really think it's going to affect him too much. Well, you, yeah, there's been a lot going around um, the media realm as well. It's like obviously not supporting uh, Trudeau's actions, but it's like, looking at all the the like if you were originally going to vote liberal and then out of spite or out of anger or not you know not supporting obviously those practices just to vote conservative because it'll get back at the liberal party like they were really promoting and showing the conservative platform and how it is incredibly anti-liberal agenda and um like that was just it was done for to make awareness it's like hey if you're not gonna vote uh liberal then at least look in a different different realm like ndp green uh don't just go to the to the conservative platform because you disagree with the scandal that happened with mm-hmm. with trudeau i mean i think everybody disagrees any like normal-minded reasonable I don't person think even like what would bernie disagree say with he agrees with blackface no. i don't think so <laughs> no. i don't think anyone's gonna come out <laughs> no and say. exactly that was a I think, good thing yeah. the only thing that what it might do is might uh you know put a wet blanket on any enthusiasm people would have for voting for, for trudeau which might lower his turnout um yeah i don't see him switching or voters that potentially would have been offended by that would switch to the conservatives or maybe yeah. not even the ndp i don't know i, I think, think it, and then because of like the way voting is mm-hmm. they're going to strategically vote to keep the conservatives out so they i still think they'd vote liberal really if they were planning to yeah because the ndp is probably not going to win sure. but do you think it might reduce like the enthusiasm people to that like vote in general like if they say oh i was only going to vote for trudeau but I don't feel so. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I think it will reduce the enthusiasm of people voting for him. I think they'll vote for him reluctantly now. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that people who are planning to vote for him, yeah, yeah, just won't vote. I don't think that'll happen. I think people that want to vote and actually make the effort to vote aren't going to like just not vote because their party pissed them off. You know what I mean? Think so. Like, I think most people. It's pretty. I don't know. It's not rational. I mean, but again, people aren't rational all the time. I mean, I personally wouldn't just because I'm upset with the party that I'm not going to vote for them. I mean, I am looking more at NDP than I am liberal currently. And you um, do vote for the party. You don't vote for the prime minister. Yeah, exactly. And you vote for your... Unless you're in the riding. Unless, yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's true. But generally, every leader is going to win their, their seat back. Generally. Yeah. Hope I mean, so. Kathleen Wynne was very close to losing her seat, but... Yikes. You know. That was that was a disaster. <laughs> like a couple, like five hundred <laughs> votes or something like that. Five hundred, a thousand votes little? short. It was very small. It was a very small margin. That election was a oh whole mess. My. Yeah. The French debate was pretty good. The, yeah, it was good. And unfortunately, uh, did you you weren't able to see it? No. no? And Jessica, couldn't you weren't find able. It you couldn't find it's it. not in English no. anywhere. Like so, they they showed the French debate, and leave. then they yeah. they showed they showed it with English dubs, but they didn't they didn't post it. Okay, we're <laughs> getting something about the mics. Can you hear us? I I can hear you guys. No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, our viewers. Let me oh, just double oh, check sorry. That. I mean, a lot the of technical problems yeah. today. 
Okay, well, let's keep it going for now. Uh, hopefully, there won't be any issues. Yeah, I see Marshall's agreeing with me. Okay, so now they're saying... Oh, <laughs> you're proud of yourself? <laughs> oh, wow. Shocker. Um, a conservative you know, hi, agreeing with a conservative. Thank you for thank you for for commenting, Marshall, Adam, and Daniel. They were they all commented on the feed, so thanks for the support. Um, but yeah, let's move on to this debate, which was again the spiciest debate I've ever seen. It, it felt like felt like you know uh, you've seen the Democratic debates, right? There was like twenty five people on the same stage. So mm-hmm. the fact that there were six instead of five for it the felt first very time. American. It did yeah. because there yeah. was an audience too, right? There was an audience and people were watching. Um, instead of like the McLean's debate, right? And I only now realized why the McLean's debate was first. It's because they weren't included in the uh, the debate commission, right? It was C- it was CTV Global, um, CBC, and then City TV is just left out of there. <laughs> you know, it's like the Green Party left out of the debate. You know? Yeah. Um, She's trying so hard to get re- in there. She really is. Um, and let's talk about that. Um, the debate. Who won overall? My vote is honestly with Singh. I thought he did a really good job. Amara, you're going to say uh, something completely different. I know you're not going to disagree with me at all. I just, I think he talked a lot about the people he's met that have come into his office and told him sad stories, which is yeah. But that's sad, what he, like, he has to address those issues. Like that is a you are a when public. You servant. have like forty seconds to talk about your platform, and you spend twenty of them talking about like an old lady who like mm. cried to you. I just don't think that like doesn't mean <laughs> anything. Um, and I don't know. I think he. I show. I think it shows a cry for political change. I think May did really well, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think she I think she was really good with pointing out how the liberals like climate change plan wasn't good enough, um, even though Trudeau kept saying that he was going to do it. And obviously him being like pit against Sheer, who mm-hmm. isn't going to do as much as the liberals. Um, yeah, I think she did a good job. She kind of called out saying to you on that. So I, I think May won. You think May won? Wow. Yeah, well, even okay. though. <laughs> Not into, spoke over I her. love yeah. her platform. I really do, and I love everything that she stands for. And I you would just, vote green if it oh, were 100%, useful. Oh, hundred percent. I would vote for them a million times over. Mm. But that's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> In my world, it's not okay. Um, yeah, but Sam, it is what it is. Uh, I think Sheer had. Who do I think won? Like, who do I think most? Oh, I also think, think Sheer did who, really who? well. I just want to say that too. Yeah, but go on. I was about yeah. to say. I oh, think I got a lot of stuff to say about this debate. I'm so excited. Keep going. I think Sheer definitely kind of has shown to grow out of that awkward phase that he had. Um, and he just hit puberty, basically. Yeah, I guess like you could it. say I that. I hate his dimples. They really piss me off. <laughs> How do dimples you know, piss you everything off? Everything about him just Listen, pisses me off. If Trudeau or I feel Singh, that way about if Singh. Trudeau, yeah, exactly. If uh. Trudeau or Singh had dimples, Je- Jessica, you would love him. Um, <laughs> I don't know who you love, really. There's no I don't love that you really anybody. Love. Yeah, I hate Jagmeet Singh. But um, <laughs> why do I don't you love... hate him though? Because like... I feel like he's one of the least genuine people I've ever had to like experience. Like even I just feel more like, like, least genuine than Trudeau, who is you know. The thing yeah, about the thing I about think so I think really because no, I, I think Singh tries to capitalize so much on the fact that on he's emotions and brown yeah. and wears a turban, um, and I guess I, Trudeau just doesn't I have disagree. that when he's not wearing blackface, so it's just kind of like yeah I just feel like it's oh, okay. just not genuine. I think it, um, a big part like even when he talked about discrimination and everything last night. Um, yeah, that was bull boring he's not fighting bill 21 every day of his life okay but it's he's the leader racism. of the NDP party he's fine it's still systemic though but it's still something that will affect him and or has affected him like we don't know his past life we don't know what I he's came out of he's the, the room bill 21 NDP. smacked me right in the face <laughs> he's the leader of the NDP I don't think he's still like, that doesn't mean that you they can't experience racism and they can't dis- of course everyone can experience discrimi- racism discrimination. and discrimination I just think that him acting like he's like 
been through the poster Jim Crow laws is a little (laughs) bit too much, personally. That's why I don't like him. Mm. Let's talk about the format of the debate. Just to you know, aside from the politics, it was truly who was it difficult to watch. She just doesn't. Speak well what? on camera. Oh, okay. I no, you no. Meant something else. What did you think I mean? Huh? <laughs> like, what are you, you assuming know, there, bud? A face for radio kind of thing. Oh, it was. Um, that's what no, I thought you no. meant for that. I'm like, that's really offensive. No, but but you look at <laughs> listen, listen. Lisa Laflamme is the queen of news. Okay, yeah. let's just start there. She See, I thought she, was she the handled whole thing. it. I I wish no. Um, she handled it so gracefully. She was so professional. She knows what she's doing. Donna Friesen was a little aggressive. I liked her. And then the Huffington Post chick. I don't know what her name is. The lady. Huffington Post. The oh, second moderator. Yeah. She was... She was really angry. She yeah. just, just she hated the brown everybody. one? Yeah. Did you not want to say that? Um, yeah. She was... Uh, <laughs> She was very, very angry. Like she, yeah, she, like, was. she, she just didn't let anybody. I, I speak. didn't like. I didn't she like, seemed kind of partisan to me, though. Uh, yeah, like she let Trudeau speak a little bit more than everybody else. Yeah. I did not like her. all the other. All the other moderators would let people finish their sentences. Yeah. but if yeah, she if, was like even Trudeau. I think done. she cut off at one point. At one point, yeah. I, I but she was it. a little. He did li- get more seconds though. Yeah, but like uh, down to the millisecond. I mean, second, Huffington even, Post. There was like two words left in his sentence, yeah. and they'd be like, "Boop, done." Yeah, and literally, if they tried to finish their sentence, like she would not allow them, which isn't constructive. Yeah, like no, no. there's a time, like, time constraint, but let the let the man or woman finish their point. Yeah, and it, then that takes away from the voters mm-hmm. because they get confused. So, <laughs> well, that's the whole point it, of the debates, right? We're supposed to know what their platforms exactly. are so we can make good decisions when voting. And I don't think the format did that at all. No. And then the and Rosemary Barton, who finished off the debate, mm, I mean, she was CBC aggressive. CBC, like that's CBC quality. Like the way she presented was CBC quality. Like, same bad. Mm, it's just kind of like let's let's get let's get this done. You she know, seemed like, like she was in a rush to get out of there. Oh, that's 100%. how I took it. Like yeah, I mean Uber was there. Uh, uh, Trudeau, your your checkers came in. Okay, great. Let's uh, let's just wrap. wrap okay, up. let's get both planes going. Um, but you know, didn't he I, buy I, carbon offsets so that he could have two planes? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm just joking. But but. Um, what does that even mean? I, I don't know what a carbon offset Neither is. Neither do I. Yeah, does that mean he just I donates assume. money? So, yeah, he, he bought carbon offset. What does that mean? Mm. I don't, yeah. Do people what does like the voters mean? even know what that means? I don't, I don't think don't, Carbon what offset. Let's ask Google, shall we? Carbon what is a carbon offset? offset. Well, so anyway, the debate, the, the structure was, I like the principle of the structure, but it wasn't enough time. I agree. It was true, like 40 seconds to, to like debate one another, like one on one debates. And then the group debate four minutes. What? Four minutes? Yeah. To debate a whole issue? You're in parliament for four years and now you have four minutes to debate an issue? This isn't an elevator pitch. I agree. It's not effective. It, you can't. No, it's I, not. That's what I was thinking there too, just because, you know, I'm just thinking about it. Like, like for our own understanding, like when you're sitting and doing, a, let's say, a test or something and you have to think up of an answer or write a multiple choice and you have like a few seconds per question, it's very hard to think mm-hmm. yeah. that fast and to debate your whole party's platform and to debate and fight for you to have that position in 45 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute, like that's not feasible. I mean, I know they prepare a lot and they obviously have um, a lot of anticipation for what's going to be asked of them, but you can't exactly prepare for how you're going to retaliate against Mm. mine. I wonder if you would agree with this. Should we make maybe one of the debates in the future a civic holiday? One of the national ones, say it's run by the CBC or broadcasted by the CBC, Mm -hmm. and then it's a civic holiday and it's extended. 
you know, it was, was an hour and a half. I think this it was two was. hours. Two hours. Two hours. Two hours. It wasn't. It wasn't long enough. I, no, I agree. Because especially with so many candidates, yeah, it felt yeah. way shorter. It yeah. felt like no one ever had enough time to talk. Even with the Democratic debates and Republican debates in the states, like it's still two hours, but like they had more opportunity to speak. Um, the time was just divided, not well. I don't know if it would be a good idea to be a civic holiday because then all the networks like CBC would get preference, and CBC could can be biased mm-hmm. as well as other networks. So I don't know. Then it would have to be a civic holiday, like every single election cycle. You'd have to pick a day, which is like not a, not a. Why can't you just add on an hour to what the debate was last night? Well, the stream that would be great. The stream was like seven hours on Facebook. Because they they included the press conference as well, so I was trying to watch through that. I just couldn't finish. I was too exhausted. Mm-hmm. But yeah. just a seven hour stream. But if it was like three four hours of debating, first of all, people would That's get more bored. Effective. People would get bored is the problem. I think it should like you should debate on less issues. Yeah. Per debate, right? So the French debate is coming up. Oh, that's a good um, idea. Which we're which we're all going to watch hopefully, um, and talk about next week. But let's talk about the main issues that were discussed here, and then we're also going to talk about some great zingers from each of the candidates. We're going to start with the environment. So May is very against the pipeline. May is the biggest voice that nobody would let speak um, during the during the debate. I wonder really. why. Yeah, she why? has the smartest ideas. I think because, uh, like, genuinely, I think um, it's going to be hard for a woman to, like, when everyone's interrupting each other and talking mm. over each other, to talk over men because men have, yeah. like, deeper, louder, stronger voices. Um, but in terms yeah, of what right. she was, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of what she was saying, um, I like it makes sense for her platform. Of course, she'd be against the pipeline, and I like how she called Trudeau out. Trudeau out. He was talking about how much he was doing for climate change yeah. and how well they'd meet targets that aren't good enough. But he bought a pipeline, so that yeah. doesn't really make sense. I don't get that at all. Like, oh yes, his all blah blah blah. I mean, I do understand some of the arguments behind the pipeline and you know keep oil local and not outsource it and all that kind of stuff. But we're in such an environmental crisis right now. Like, are is we? It, Yes, 100%. The world is warming. And if you deny climate change, then I'm sorry. That is just that is. Do you believe there's a climate stupidity. emergency? Yes, 100%. Do you, Sam? No. No? Okay. So How you do you would... not believe that we're in a climate emergency? I mean, I get the argument that we're not doing as much damage to our Earth as, let's say, our manufacturing capitals like China or like India and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that we here locally aren't doing stuff that's affecting the earth. And that doesn't mean that we shouldn't implement legislation and implement things that will help long-term health of our environment as well as you – know, you can if you have the power of the government and if you are in office, then you can reach out and you can do things globally – it's the whole idea of like one. It's a domino effect. If one country starts doing something and implements legislation, and starts doing something to prevent, protect, and have the heart of the environment and of the world as their central issue, then it will start influencing other countries. I mean, if you even if you look at it on a small scale of corporations, like the Walmart effect, if Walmart starts, they did this whole with like the Rainforest Alliance and whatever. Um, if they wouldn't allow, and like Home Depot, they wouldn't allow wood to be sold in the store that wasn't. A Rainforest Alliance certified, which made forestry systems really 
care about the processes that they're doing and actually care more about the environment instead of just fast production and monetary gain. So yeah, we are in a climate emergency. It might not necessarily be all because of what we're doing here in North America, and it could be a, a large portion of it from overseas development, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't do something here locally as well as influence change globally. I agree. Anything Thank to, you. to say? <laughs> uh, well, I think Canada has a 1.6% of the global carbon emission in the world. Um, carbon so tax. I'm for it. <laughs> sure. Well, you don't pay a heating bill, so you wouldn't. Uh-uh. You wouldn't know I'd how expensive my... it can be, or, or gasoline. Still, they have those. Ford has those wonderful disinvestment stickers. or disinvestment, whatever it's called. We shouldn't mm-hmm. be investing in non-renewable resources and fossil fuels. Sure, but you, it is a large part of the Canadian economy. Economy primary, the primary sector, natural resources. Yeah, but you can also start. I mean, it's, it's obviously not going to go away immediately. I mean, sure. that's that's just. It's not feasible, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you can start leaning off and well as leaning off of those type of non-renewable fossil fuel generating industries that are causing a lot of damage and start investing in more green technology. And, you know, the money that was from that industry can't doesn't mean that can't go into another more green initiative. Sure. But we've seen these initiatives are costly. They don't always work and they don't produce enough. So what's more costly, not caring about the environment we want to and talk, having No, we want to talk about up? cost. I don't, I, I don't take any government initiative seriously until they um, embargo or put tariffs on products that come from countries that have much lax, much more lax regulations than we do. Uh, I think they should do that for sure, but that doesn't mean that there's not a climate emergency and they shouldn't also do things here. Sure, well, the tap like, is, You can keep pointing is, fingers at other countries yeah. until it gets until it's too late and then it's too late. Yeah, but we do less than two percent of the world's carbon emissions. I, I you, you f- fix an exploded pipe in your backyard more than the leaky faucet in your kitchen. And if countries, but they both need to. But be we fixed. are such an influence. Like we are North America, and we're Canada, and I know the states. Who knows what the hell is going on over there and what they would do? But here in Canada, we have it has to again. Like I said, it has to be somewhat of a domino effect. These like Canada here has to have more of an upper hand, and they have to start implementing things that will have global change and global effect and that, you know, countries overseas, they're going to see that it's harder to do business or negotiations or whatever with Canada if they don't start changing their policies to be more green. But it's, trade's all about leverage. So how would, um, how do we get any leverage if we say, look how we uh, destroyed our economy. Don't you want to, don't you want to, you know, help us out and do that for yourself? Like, how, how do, we might have a moral high ground, you know, subjective moral high ground, but how would we influence them? It all, I don't know. I think that it has to come through corporations and it has to come through big business. And that's a whole issue in and of itself. Um, I think we are a capitalist society um, as much as I really don't like that. Um, we are a capitalist society and big change comes from big business. So if we as the cons- – and then again, that comes down to your own how you deal with your everyday, what you do in your everyday lives, you know, like even if it's something as, as small and minuscule and seems as stupid and insignificant as just like using a metal straw, not using single use plastics. If you start making those changes and demanding that from big business and corporations that are running this world and running North America, then they're going to start making a change to accommodate you to keep your, to keep hold of your business. So mm-hmm. it has to start with that and i think is like not only do we have to look at the fossil fuel sector and all that kind of stuff but since we are capitalists it has to start with big business 
Sure. And how do you incentivize them through government regulation? Uh, probably legislation, probably tax cuts, uh, something along those lines. I mean, that's the only thing that really motivates them. But aren't you for taxing the wealthiest? Yeah, like well, corporations business? are huge. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. then you give them a tax cut, and you're going against. So what's well, more like, important, taxing the wealthy or saving the planet? That's what that comes down to. Yeah, isn't it? taxing the wealthy. I mean, you, if you tax the wealthy, that can be also used to. Ah, that's very. You're in a conundrum there. It is. It is. I mean, you can tax individuals. To, that I mean, individuals. Yes, they are have the, the they are legal persons. But if you tax. Um, like let's say you tax or give tax cuts to corporations, that doesn't mean that you have to, that you can't tax the individual. Like you can tax, yeah. you can cut the taxes for let's say Amazon, but you can still tax heavily Jeff Bezos because nobody should be an absolute ginormous billionaire with that much money. You don't think people can have wealth? I doesn't. I didn't say that. I'm saying excessive wealth is ridiculous, and there shouldn't be but if people they work that for it. He doesn't, okay. he doesn't, he doesn't and you know he cut the health care of all of his employees so that he could have a few more bucks in his, lining his pocket. Like well, that's, that's, that's the role of the government to jump in and you know properly uh, make yeah. sure that there's no abuse on the towards workers. But yeah. the thing is, they avoid like even that last night it was talked about how um, you know even in, th- in our liberal government present day like. People with offshore investments and foreign investment investments, as well as people like big billionaires or millionaires uh, making over twenty million, is what the the NDP wants to do, and I and I think it's Green Party as well. But um, even if you uh, you have to put in more, yeah, you have to put in more government control about getting those taxes because people evade and people don't pay, and they find loopholes and whatever Didn't so that May they said say she wants to like establish like a tax commission to investigate yeah. tax i think yeah. that's a good idea and, and uh singh said he was specifically against offshore tax havens but he didn't provide any solution to eliminating in them. at least in the debate maybe, it's official. Mm-hmm. maybe in this policy outline you did specifics well on the topic of workers and workers' rights, like you mentioned, Jessica, let's move on to both uh, two two big issues, which are immigration uh, and Bill C-21 in Quebec. So immigration started out with uh, the, I believe it was Lisa Laflamme, reading out Bernier's tweets, and Bernier had to defend himself. Um, Bernier essentially said that he believes in immigration, but it needs to be more controlled, and we need better integration for immigrants. So what do what do you guys think about Bernier's, Bernier's plan, Bernier's tweets, Bernier's thoughts? Um, because then when it came to debate, you have Trudeau with his zinger, <laughs> zinger um, and he said, uh, Trudeau to Bernier, you say publicly what Sheer thinks privately. That was, that was that was that was spicy. Spicy, that was very spicy. spicy. And I was like, oh. And then you see she, the camera went to Sheer, and he's like, mm. he's like, I don't want to be associated with this guy. Yeah, of course, because um, it's the truth. But Sheer, I don't think what like I think his tweets are awful, Bernie's tweets. But wanting to integrate immigrants into Canadian like society better, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's like, what he wants to do. He just wants to cut it, and because he believes, like from his tweets, that immigrants are cults and ghettos. And no, I, he said multiculturalism no. was a cult. Yeah. But I think that like immigrants should be integrated better than they are right now into mm-hmm. Canadian society. You He's, have like little communities of people that are basically living in like their home countries yeah. in Canada, which I don't think should happen. Yeah, he, he said multiculturalism in its current form was a cult, mm-hmm. and that the current immigration system, whether it's uh, 
through direct government action or you know as a byproduct it forms he shouldn't have used ghetto because it has obviously negative connotations yeah. but it uh, it concentrates ethnic groups in certain areas i mean uh, I ghettos don't think in the not like not the way it's popularly used but, but literally in the way that like in the, in the dictionary sense of defini- the word, yeah. definition mm-hmm. of ghetto is so racial constant... seg- segregation sure basically. but it's self-segregation that's yeah and different... that shouldn't happen no exactly you can, but and you that don't happens just, you don't when you have like, uncontrolled immigration i think that like i think i don't think what he's saying is super awful in terms of immigration I, I don't know. Canada is built on multiculturalism, and it's built on immigration. But everyone's supposed to be Canadian, no, that's not like. Actually, only since uh, Trudeau Senior was built on multiculturalism. Or do you mean like the official policy of multiculturalism? Yeah, like we're multicultural. You're gonna deny that? We're no, we are. We are. There's uh, there's, there's plenty of ethnicities in Canada. Sounding sure. I like. You learn through diversity, and you don't learn by just you know the same exact people. I'm not but, saying know, that, but I think that like. Like in terms of like learning the language, you should mm-hmm. definitely learn to speak either English or French. Probably, uh, yeah, English. I agree with that. I mean, those are our national languages. I mean, you should learn, should learn both, French. But I feel like people like, are probably exactly. Going to learn no, I agree English. with that. Um, but to just say that, like, oh, we're going to cut all of this and you know not allow people into our country, and no one has a right to be in another country, though. Like, I think we what should about have refugees. We should have immigration, but I don't think that we but should even, just have like uncontrolled immigration. And in terms of refugees, of course, they we should, should be, still learn the language. They should too. still learn the language. We should be compassionate. I think, like, if somebody is a refugee and comes here at like two, I don't think when they turn eighteen, like, send them back. They've lived their whole lives here. But we also have to be realistic in terms of what, like, how much, how many resources we have and how many refugees we can support. And in also, Canada. according, like, according to Bernier, he said that Canada accepts more refugees per capita than the states. Yeah, and that's right. Insane. Which is yeah, the demographics of Canada are changing like, quicker than any that's other. That's absolutely Western ridiculous. Country. And he said it's basically one Nova, Nova Scotia a year. That's what yeah. he said, which is a lot of people. That's an an extra province a year. And refugees aren't people that necessarily have skills or anything to like they need to be taken care of they're mm-hmm. running for their lives so that's it doesn't mean I they think, don't have skills i'm not I, saying they don't have like any skills i'm just saying that they're they people be, that are like, totally educated they're people that are running are, for their uh, lives red herring. um even under the harper government that he increased the amount of uh immigrate immigrants that we take in i think it's 250 um or that might be the current level but uh we you should look at the if you want to really talk about the transformative changes or the transformative effects of immigration, just look at the legal immigration. I think refugees are a minute, or a very small amount of the total amount of immigrants we put in every year. So I think, I think it's a red herring, and both parties use it, more specifically the liberals, as a, a talking point to you know hit the conservatives over the head. I agree. Well, in terms of Bernier, we have a comment from Marshall. He says, whether it's Trudeau, Scheer, Bernier, or anybody else, you don't have to like them, but at least criticize them based on what they actually say or believe. No need to make things up. So I want to know what he means about making things up. So we're going to see what, what you... Can you clarify that? Which part do you think is made up? I, is it about Bernier hating immigrants, or is, you know, is that what you're talking about? Um, so Bernier was also attacked... From every side. Like, he and May just straight up said, like, we know we hate each other. Yeah. Like, they just had that discussion. We know we hate each other. Um, obviously, that's not really productive. Bernier is just not somebody I think you want to be associated with as a politician, just considering his tweets and kind of his, like, public image. Mm-hmm. He's kind of, like, s- stupid, but he's kind of like Canada's Trump almost, I feel. And Canada's not... I don't know. Like, I just From feel like... From a tweet perspective, yeah. I just feel like being associated with him is not great. And a lot of people view him in the same sort of racist light, like as a racist. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's Falsely? necessarily racist. Yeah. yeah. But I think that 
you, it's just better to kind of distance yourself from him. Even Sheer doesn't really want to mm-hmm. be connected with Bernier. And in terms of Sheer, the, I, I just love the moment where where the reporter said to Sheer, you can ask anybody here a question. <laughs> he just slowly turns towards Trudeau and the audience erupts in laughter. Because obviously we know Sheer's going to go to Trudeau. I just thought that was great. And so his question, his question, and this is one of the singers we're uh, talking about, um, I guess we'll move on to SNC um, and come back to Bill 21. But he said, Mr. Trudeau, when did you decide that the rules didn't apply to you? And Ouch. The second was, he was born into a rich family. Oh, hot take. He didn't decide anything as a baby. Okay. Well, let's say the moment... Uh, well, I can't even say the moment he put on blackface because he was a 29-year-old man then. Was that the first time? What about the other no, videos? No, the other video of him making that very... The dance. Yeah, the dance. And the, the ripped jeans. Yeah, and he even painted his knees. Maybe that maybe that was the moment he commits. knew the rules didn't apply. <laughs> what was that? He commits. He gets the job done. He does it all the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I can I, I do think that Cheer brought out the blackface thing way too early, though. I think he could have waited. I'm surprised I, people didn't mention it. People should have just interrupted Trudeau. Bro, you wore blackface when you were 29. That doesn't mean that he doesn't have like good political... like. I know people though. should have. I think that I don't agree with that whatsoever. But it's also part of like I think it just being like oh because you did this when you were young when he, which he should have not, not done. done and been like he had the total mens rea to decide okay this is not this is not okay this is not and he did his legs yeah probably took a long time that for doesn't him to this was also over twenty years ago that I think that feeds into the whole idea of cancel culture which is really toxic whether you you know you just totally disregard somebody because of something that they might have done a mistake they might have made um when they were younger or when they were wherever and then just totally disregard them for for eternity uh obviously like we said before i mean who does support that i don't think anybody does like or would publicly say that they Mm -hmm. would um that doesn't mean that we can't point at me when you said that (laughs) mean to i just i'm just saying just subliminally like, uh god slip. <laughs> um that doesn't mean that we we should totally disregard trudeau and his platform um you know i still do believe in the, in in the in the liberal platform um i mean i do obviously think it has its has its downfalls and, and it should do more for the environment as well as for mm-hmm. indigenous communities and nations but um that doesn't mean that we should totally just cancel him and not let him have a voice because of a mistake that he continually so, made. I just think him so, running on being like a feminist and, mm-hmm. you know, being so progressive and not being racist at all and then doing blackface multiple times, like, he should have just had to answer for it a little bit more, I think. And the fact that he participated in a debate without Elizabeth without May. Without Elizabeth May. Um, which I think was totally unfair to Elizabeth May. She should have been included. So at the same time as that debate that happened, the French debate, she was doing one-on-one uh, with uh, five individual people, one of which is a uh, good friend, Matthew uh, Mozafari. He was a Ryerson student, and now he's he's out in the real world. So um, it was a, it was an interesting show. I saw his, his interview. But we're running out of time, so let's go back to uh, Bill 21. That's probably one of the biggest issues. Um, so Trudeau said that he would intervene, potentially. Uh, Scheer said he would not intervene, Uh Blanchet doesn't want anybody to touch it because, according to him, Quebec is a country. It's a nation. Uh, Quebec yeah. is a nation, just it's, like Canada is a nation. I love when he says Quebec and the yeah. provinces. Yeah, it's great. It's like I love that. You know, so he's he's very nationalist in that sense, right? He's so yeah. pro Quebec, and he's so I think he's a separatist. He's a separatist, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Um, 
Well, no. He officially, said that he was last night, though. Like, he did say that. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think he? officially he's a no. separatist. Trudeau called him a separatist. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, I think they use and that as a slur, but I don't think he's officially... A separatist <laughs> a slur? Well, from Trudeau, it might be. It's True. almost like calling someone from a socialist. The, the Anglo, it is, mm-hmm. a, it is a slur. And it's, it's interesting because Trudeau's very... He attacks Blanchet. Like, like there's no tomorrow. Like, he doesn't really care because he knows he has Quebec support. Well, then you have, well, Blanche is actually second in Quebec. That's why he's attacking him, especially on re- issues related to Quebec. Really? Yep. Interesting. But even so, Shear's very quiet on Quebec. He's like, you do what you want, just vote for me. And I think Singh is the same way because he's so very, very quiet about, he's like, we will not open the door on the debate. We will not intervene. And then when he was asked uh, from reporters, you know, would you intervene? He brought up the fact that if it went to the Supreme Court, then he would have to intervene. Yeah. There's what I don't understand in like this, how this is such a large debate is because, I mean, it's it's const- it's it's a constitutional argument. I mean, uh, Quebec never signed the Constitution, though. Didn't he say your Constitution yeah, during was, the I debate? Yeah, I was to bring that yeah. up so bad. That was great. Const- that was probably the like, best singer. Trudeau like trying to attack Singh about Bill Twenty One is kind of like, I mean, I don't know, a little bit ridiculous. But yeah. yeah, I mean, like, but the thing is, like, it's it's for- granted though because if 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 Singh is, you know, that's the whole point. They, everybody keeps asking Singh if you're so pro minorities and standing up for people, why wouldn't you? That's intervene? the problem when you're trying to make yourself the face of all minorities mm-hmm. in a country. You're okay, but to also, be that what? Okay, there's the doctrine of paramountcy. How is a federal government without the solid grounds and without meeting all the tests and obligations going to interfere in a provincial oh, jurisdictional they case they can't they can just exactly apply they're just, yeah they're just talking about but it. still it would it would almost cross the line and it would almost be a, a violation of the constitution so that's why it is such a sticky issue and and i that's why you know i support you know sings i it sings Talk, okay, he can intervene once it reaches the Supreme or if it reaches the Supreme Court level. But from this level, nobody really has that power to to do anything. I mean, what are you going to violate the? I mean, you can if you invoke the doctrine, but that's a that's Which a really long process. Not necessarily. I mean, there are grounds and there are case histories where the doctrine needed to be invoked, and it was it it, it was solid grounds and it made sense um it doesn't mean that the constitution is any less powerful i mean we are reporting or basically working for the federal like the federal level is the federal level i mean that's 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 where big decisions and that's where big things happen um not necessarily always on the provincial level so you know it doesn't mean that just because they've invoked it doesn't mean that the constitution is invalid in any sense of the word it just deals with like issues where there's common grounds that could cross between two areas of section 91 section 92 yeah do you think that that sing should interfere me should, yeah uh no i think again that that invokes the that's unnecessary i mean if you met the steps of the doctrine but otherwise i don't think so because the federal government doesn't have the ability to just go and deal with municipal or provincial issues if it reached the, the supreme court level then yes he mm-hmm. definitely has the grounds and he definitely has the ability but without the proper um without the provinces doing i mean as much as i don't agree with this bill and without the provinces doing their own thing um you can't just go in and run around and be like no this is how we're going to do things that that invokes and is that is that that's a violation of the constitution and again unless you're invoking the doctrine Mm -hmm. you can't and you shouldn't right um and so we're running out of time we're basically at the end of our show so the last 
thing that I want to know is what can we expect to see in the French debate later this week? Because we still got one more episode before the actual election where we're going to talk about more specifics in terms of which areas are going to go red, blue, orange, green, and so forth. But uh, we obviously had so much more to talk about today. We just weren't able to. Uh, but what can we expect to see in the French debate? Amara. Um, I think probably more of the same. I don't think anything's really going to change. I think this is what the debates are going to look like. I hope that the format's a little better so mm -hmm. we can kind of hear a little bit more. But yeah, I think more of the same. Sam? Yeah, more of the same, but just maybe without all the punchiness because people are obviously going to be speaking in their second or possibly third language. So they might not be as proficient in it. So more of the same, maybe mm -hmm. more ganging up on Trudeau because they seem as a front runner. I, I could see the block definitely... Um, being more on the offensive towards Trudeau because they can nip at his heels. Right. And Jessica? Um, I'd hope to see more talk about uh, the the environment and, and um, more discussion about that because I know that that is a major political point mm -hmm. um, and it is what a lot of people will be making their final decisions on um, as, well, as well as more discussion about what exactly... What plans are we going to put in place for like all the missing girls and in the indigenous communities? Um, and what are we going to do for for them? Uh, which I don't think was really talked about enough last night. And it's mm -hmm. a huge political. It's a huge point that needs to be addressed. And, and I know Trudeau did talk like that was one part of his platform uh, the last time he ran and he didn't do anything about it. So I don't know. I hope that's talked about more. I definitely think more is going to be brought up about this bill, even though I think it's kind of a moot point at this point, because, again, what can you really do? Um, I mean, it would be nice to be like, hey, this is not this is totally racist and against human rights. We're going to scrap it. But that kind of right. goes against our whole constitution. And and Singh actually made a point about that, that uh, that Trudeau said a lot of things in 2015 that he believed him, but he didn't follow through. So uh, environment, same thing, is a big is a big issue that you want to see talked about. Um, and I guess we'll just have to see. Hopefully you guys will be able to see the debate now with uh, English uh, dubbing. Um, Sam and I, we watch... I will just learn French in like the next couple of days. Yeah, just simple please. French. It's really... Uh, C'est très simple, honnêtement. Donc, um, oui. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking about doing a show in French, a separate show, just just for fun. But we'll see. Uh, maybe we'll do this show in French next next week, just so. So, guys, make sure to learn the <laughs> yeah, language yeah, yeah. so that we can do the show in French. You got it. <laughs> awesome. Best team ever. So uh, that was our show for this week. Thank you to everyone that tuned in to our Season 7 premiere, especially uh, those who stuck with us following all the technical difficulties. It was a little... A lot to deal with this morning, but we got it under control. Uh, thank you to those who commented on our, on our live feed. Uh, Marshall, P Pierre, uh, Hugh, uh, Daniel, Keon, uh, Adam. Thank you to all of you who commented. Uh, and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Same day, same time, same people. Have a great day, everyone.